Hi, this is Apostle Guillermo Maldonado. Welcome to my podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I pray that this message empowers you in your walk with God and in your purpose. Enjoy. So let's let's keep praying. And as a result, that's the reason I want to get into the word today, because I want to teach you. Let's go to the book of Luke, chapter 1, chapter 11, verse 1. As you know, many things that I will be talking about is in my book, Jesus is Coming Soon. What you see now in the country is part of the tribulation. It's part, not the great tribulation. The great tribulation is going to be um, when we, the church is already rapture. But this, before that, we will see so many things. What a year. What a decade. What beginning of this decade. I mean, we have seen the pandemic. For you to know, for you, you guys to know, and I talk about my book, did you know the, what's the purpose of the pandemic? God allowed that to happen? Yes, God allowed it. But the purpose of the pandemic is to silence the voice of the church. I want you to see that. It's to silence your voice. And we need to, are you willing to stand for the truth? If tomorrow... They said, well, guys, I'm sorry, but you can't go to the temple, but go to the church. Are you willing to challenge even the natural laws and say, you know what? I'm sorry, but I can't, you can't stop me from praising my God. So we're living in very, very interesting time. So let's go to Luke chapter 11, verse 1. And those that are watching, again, we welcome you. I want you to connect because today there's a mental of prayer coming upon you. There's a mental of prayer. So, and it came to pass that he was praying in a certain place. Who was praying? Jesus. When he seed one of his disciples and said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray as John also taught his disciples. Um, why they asked that question, very simple. They saw what happened when Jesus prayed. They saw what happened after he prayed. So they saw results. So what we're talking about today, those that are watching at home, I'm going to be talking to you about how to develop a effective prayer life. An effective prayer life. What does that mean? How to um, develop that strong prayer life and, and, and sound the alarm for the church to wake up. So there's some questions about prayer. One, what to pray. Two, why to pray. Three, when to pray. Four, how to pray. So those questions I will answer today, and let's go to the first uh, thing, my introduction. First of all, there are many demons that have been released from the second heaven, from hell to the earth, that they were not, they were never here before. There are crises on the earth that we never seen before. 
like the COVID-19 we've seen in such a magnitude. Number four, we see the mental illnesses are increasing 27%. Number four, what we see in the, in the spirit dimension, we see a war between good and evil. Don't blame politicians. Don't blame people. There are demons behind us people. So there's a war right now. Can I hear an amen, people? So we must wake up the church in prayer. So there's a global warfare right now in the atmosphere. I can feel it. I get up at 4 a.m. in the morning, at 3 a.m. in the morning. There's months that I've been waking up early. And the Lord said there's a war. The witches, the warlocks, masons, they work in 24 hours. So we need to wake up as a church. The church must come alive. Can I hear an amen, people? So the church must come alive in its prayer life. And let's go and let me give you three revelations about how to watch, how to be alert in prayer. Three principles, three revelations, three keys of prayer. How that you can take it home. And today that you can receive that mantle of prayer. So number one, I want you to write this down, please. Number one, this is something so powerful that we need to understand. First of all, your position in praying, of off praying, or for prayer, your position. Lift your hands and say, I need to understand. Come on, lift your hands and say it. My position when I pray. Say it again. So, how many of you want all your prayers to be answered? I want to see it. Have I gotten it there yet? No. But I'm, I'm going after it. So, I want you to be, I want you to have a, or an effective prayer life. Because sometimes we get frustrated. We pray and we pray and we don't see results. Because we don't understand certain laws of prayer. There are certain laws. I want you to hear me very, very clearly. Because sometimes we see I pray and nothing happened. And we get discouraged because we didn't see or we saw something else happen. And you say, Why? So there's effective prayer life. So I want you to see the first one, and it's to define your position. Can I hear an amen? So how you define your position? And I want you to go to the Bible in the book of um, in the book of um, uh, Proverbs fifteen twenty nine. Proverbs fifteen twenty nine. Can I hear an amen, people? So Proverbs 15, 29. If you're there, please. This is what the Bible says. The Lord is far from the wicked. How long is God from the wicked? Come on, say it. But he hears the prayer of the righteous. I wish I can hear 
First of all, the first key when you come to prayer or when you pray every day, listen to me, is defining, understanding, having a revelation of your position in prayer. What is your position? Your position is the position of being the righteous. You're righteous. So let me, let me mention something to you. Who is a righteous man? Who is a righteous woman? From that position is what I pray every single day. I never come to prayer without knowing that my conscience is clear of sin, iniquity, or any transgression in my heart. Let me go where people help me. In other words, it, I, I can't. I can't be in the presence of God praying knowing that I feel guilty about something. I understand that if I got sin, transgression, iniquity, <coughs> or something in my heart, I know God will not hear my prayer. So I need to define what position are you going to pray to the Father? First of all, I need to understand that I am a righteous person, that I am a righteous believer, a righteous apostle, a righteous man of God. Amen. Can I hear an amen, people? So injustice, to be in position of righteousness means to be in right standing with God. I'm going to say it again. To be in a position of righteousness, I must understand that I must be in right standing with God. If I'm praying to the Lord about my tithe and offering, about finances, and I'm not aligned with God in my tithe and offering, I am not right with God in that area. Can I hear an amen, people? So you cannot write it down. You cannot ask God for nothing until you are in right standing with God. In other words, because if you don't, the enemy will accuse you. That's the reason I'm telling you. You can say, God, uh, defend me, but if you're a liar. You're not in right standing with God because you're not in position to ask God anything until you are right with him. Let me give you an example. You are right standing with God will determine, write it down, if your prayers will be answered. I'm going to say it again. Only until you are right with God in every aspect in your family, in your business, in any area, then you have the right to ask. Well, in other words, for my position of righteousness, we legislate in the spirit. From our position, until you see as a righteous man and a woman of God, you're not going to see yourself with authority and power. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to keep going because a righteous person means to be right. 
In other words, it reveals your position with God. Can I hear you? Amen to that. So that's the reason some believers struggle to believe God. Because in the area they're asking God, they're not right with God. If you struggle to believe in the finances, that is the area you're not right. If you struggle to believe in some area, if you're not right, you struggle to believe. Until that spot, that wrinkle is removed, that sin and iniquity is removed, then you feel your conscience free. I wish I can hear an amen on that. So in other words... That's what Jesus positioned when he prayed. And then John chapter 11, verse 41 to 42. I'm going to challenge you to go into this level. In other words, John 11, 41 and 42. And then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you always hear me. Can we get to that? Can we get to the level to say, God, thank you that you always hear me. In other words, righteous, righteousness. Why Jesus was, why the Father always heard Jesus' prayer? Because he was in right standing with God. You can be lying. You can be doing something and compromising the truth without being in right standing. As a matter of fact, one of the things that the Lord said to me one day, he said, when you don't demonstrate my word, he said, the enemy will accuse your conscience. Because the kingdom of God is not about just word, but power. It's a demonstration of the power of God. So if I don't demonstrate what I preach, I am not credible. So I have to be in right standing with God. Let me give you an example. I go to the presence of God. Or let me go to Proverbs 34, 15. Proverbs 34, 15. The eyes, Proverbs 34, 15. Those that are watching keep connecting. I see a lot of people connecting. Then they took away. <laughs> the eyes of the Lord. Come on, lift your hands. Say, I am a righteous believer. But you, you don't sound like you're a righteous person. Righteous, righteous doesn't mean perfect. Righteous means that you are in right standing with God in that particular area. How many of you are in right standing with God in your prayer life? Meaning you're doing it every day. Let me see. If you're not praying, you're not in right standing. Two, how many of you are in, right, are in right standing in your finances? I want to see your hands. One, two, the rest of the people are afraid to lift their hands because they say, I'm not tithing. Well, what the Bible says, do you believe God will trust you with that business if you're not right with God in the finances? Would you believe God will fight for you in your finances if you're not right with Him and not tithing? See, many amen went down now. You were Pentecostal, now you became Catholic. 
<laughs> okay, so the question is, the eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous. Mean those that are in right standing. I didn't say perfect people. And then he said, and his ears are open into their cry. Come on, put your hand together. His ears are open into their cry. Those that are watching, what does that mean then? What does that mean? His ears. You know what the expression of the word, the statement, his ears are open, means his attention. When you are right with God, you got his attention. God's attention is on you. The moment you open your mouth, And if you are right in that area and you pray to the Lord, that moment, God said, I got you. I'm, I'm hearing you because you are right. The Bible says when you're not right, his ears are close to your prayers. And the Bible says he hides his face from us. Can I hear an amen, people? So that's the reason... The effectual, James 5, 16 and 17. The effectual prayer of, this, of the righteous person has so much power. Therefore, confess your sin to one another. And your false steps. Put, put me the regular translation. Oh, no, no, leave it there. Leave it there. And then he said, you may be healed and restored. The heartfelt... And persistent prayer of a righteous man, a believer, can accomplish much when you put into action and made effective by God. And it is dynamic and can have tremendous power. Can you shout power? Can you, uh, can you shout? But lift your hands. In other words, there is a challenge in our nation and demands from the righteous to pray. God doesn't hear the prayer of the unbelievers, the prayers of the witches, the prayers of the warlocks. God hears the prayers of our righteous. Those that are walking right before God. Those that don't lie. Those that like the justice. Touch your neighbor. I feel the power of God. Touch your neighbor and tell him. The, my prayer as a righteous woman, as a righteous man, has so much power. Come on, tell him. Tell him. My prayer. My prayer. Tell him. My prayer has so much power. Had so much power. You can shape history. You can shape You can shape the histories in America. You one, one, the prayer of one, one, how much more? Two, three, four, five, five, seven, seven, eight, ten, five, one thousand. Those that are watching, if you are righteous, heavens are open. The attention of God is saying to you, my daughter, just ask, and I pay attention to you. Come on. Somebody have to shout. Hey, hallelujah. 
the righteous, effective prayer of the righteous has so much power. I was preaching in Argentina. It has so much power that I was preaching in Argentina. It was raining. 25,000 people waiting to enter in the, in the place to receive a miracle. And it, was, and it started pouring on the, on the place. And I saw people coming from 12 hours, 20 hours, driving by bus and coming. And, and I saw the rain coming. And the Lord said, I want you to command the rain to stop. So I said, Lord, I'm a righteous man. I didn't say I was perfect. I say, I'm a righteous man. I don't have hidden sin over there under the bed. Oh, I said, God, I'm a righteous man. And you said that your prayer has so much power. My prayer. So I asked, and this is what I said. Lord, I thank you for the rain. Because rain represents blessings. But I say, Lord, I thank you for the rain. But Lord, I command the natural rain to stop. And you release the spiritual rain. And the moment I said it, the rain went like, the drops of water went like, like frozen in the air. How? That is available for you. When you pray, you can go saying, God, I am not unworthy. I don't know if you're going to hear me. Yesterday, I screamed at my wife. I don't know if this is going to work. You need to say, God, before I come into your presence, I ask for the blood to cleanse me. Put it up. I ask for your blood to cleanse me, to wash me. And now God as a righteous man. I'm standing in a position of righteousness. And I ask God to open the eyes of the people. I ask today for the Church of America to stand. To stand. To stand. To pray. To pray. Touch your neighbor. Tell him. My prayer has so much power. <laughs> this is so powerful, my friend. Powerful. I can go more into that. So what do I do when I... How is my prayer life? Let me give you my own example. When I come to pray, I don't have a list of, of a shopping list. Lord... What about if you deal with my brother and my sister? What about if you do this? What, I, I just come in his presence like Jesus said. Jesus said, when you come to me, just say, Father. Father, hallowed, holy be thy name. And then he said, please, before you stand before my, my presence and the Father, my Father, just say, God, forgive my sins. Forgive, cleanse me. And in the moment I am cleansed, I'm washed by the blood. I say, God, forgive all my sins, my iniquity, my transgressions. And I ask you today to clear the channels for you to hear me. And you pay a, put attention to me. And I thank you. Like Now, God, I have the right to ask. Not because of me. It's because of your blood. Your blood, your blood justifies me. Your blood sanctifies me. Your blood changed me. Your blood forgave me. Your blood cleanses me. Your blood. And somebody said, oh yeah. Somebody said, yeah. 
Yeah, you know what the word justify means? The Bible says the, the blood justifies you. You know what the blood justifies means? To be, listen, justification or justify means if I have never sinned. And the devil said, what about what you did yesterday? What about what you did two weeks ago? What about last week? What about three years ago? And the Lord said, I don't remember. Because it's like you have never sinned. You need to pray with a clear conscience before God. You need to pray not afraid, not fearful. But you need to say, God, I am a righteous by the blood. I am like somebody had never sinned. Can you shout? Can you shout amen? I got 17 more minutes. Number one. What's the number one key to stay defining your position? You're not an ugly, warm, and oh, I can't do it. I don't know about me. I feel unworthy. You are worthy because of the blood. Lift your hands and say, My prayer, prayer has so much power. You can change history. You can change things. You can change atmosphere. You can change the impossible to possible. If you pray from a standing right, standing with God, you will, we will change the outcome of what is happening in America. Touch your neighbor and tell him, I'm a righteous man. I don't look like, but I'm a righteous man. Yeah, but you look like you sinned two years ago. Yeah, I, and the Lord said, I don't remember. You know, you know what the word remission means? The word remission means to put out of existence. In other words, God said, I forgave you, and I put that sin out of existence. It doesn't exist anymore. So you can come to me and pray. Tell me what you need, son. Tell me, daughter. Tell me. I got, you got my attention now. Number two. Number two. Matthew chapter 16, verse 18 and 19. I need to run. What is the number two? Number two. The second key of this prayer alert is to know how to bind and loose. Start with your position. Don't go binding if you still got something in your heart. Don't start binding the devil because the devil has something in you and there's legality and he will say, no, you can't ask for that. Number two, binding and loosing. And said also unto thee, you are Peter and upon this rock, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Write it down, the first revelation on that verse. First of all, keys, the keys of the kingdom are activated. In your prayer life. No prayer. No keys. What are the keys in the natural for? 
to open and close. So God, the reason many believers today don't have keys because they never pray. They don't have a prayer life. In prayer, your keys become activated. Can I hear an amen, people? So he said, verse 17, and I will give you the keys of the kingdom. In other words, when you pray, your keys will be activated. Doors that were closed will be open. Doors that were open will be closed. Why? Because the Lord said, and whatsoever. What is whatsoever? Anything. Lift your hands and say, shout, whatsoever. I need to say it louder. Come on. Whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever you should loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Let's go to the Amplified Bible. What does it say? This is what it said. Whatsoever you declare lawful, proper, whatsoever you declare legal, whatsoever you lose will be lawful, legal, proper on the earth, on, on heaven. And I will give you the keys, the authority. Keys always represent authority. And you know what keys are giving? Hello? Keys are giving as a sign of authority to take territories. Did you know that your mind is a territory? Did you know that when you pray, you will have key to authority to bind any attack in your mind? Come on, shout somebody. And then he said, whatever, whatever you bind, forbid, declare to be proper, unlawful on the earth will be already being bound in heaven. Whatsoever you permit. <laughs> You declare lawful on the earth will be already being loosed in heaven. What does that mean? The tense, the past, and the future connected. What he's saying is Jesus already paid it on the cross. Jesus already bound and defeated the enemy. So God is waiting for the church to allow, to permit, or to bind, or to prohibit. <laughs> this is so powerful. In other words, what he's saying is, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. So what I'm saying to you is this. This is so powerful. We are, as a church, the legal entity of God on the earth. Lift your hands and say, I am the legal entity of God on the earth. Say it again. We are the government of God on the earth to bind and to lose. In other words, we declare our own destiny. Not even the devil or people declare. So what you permit is what God said. If you permit it on the earth, I will permit it on, on heaven. Meaning what? 
if you permit sickness in your body, God said, don't come and ask me because you permit it. Oh, if you permit poverty, you said, no, I like poverty. God said, you permit it? Okay, I'm sorry, but I can't do anything in heaven. Because you're my legal government on the earth. You have the power. You have the keys. You have the authority. Whatever you permit. If you permit the devil come and destroy your family, that's what God will allow. That's what God will permit. But if the church get up and say, I will not permit this sickness in my body. I bind, I forbid the I forbid the enemy. I bind the devil. I bind sickness. I bind everything in my body. In Jesus' name, come out. Somebody shout, I am finishing now. In other words, the second key is to bind and to lose. Because every believer has the authority to permit, to bind, and to lose. But what? from what position? From the position of being right with God. Did you know? Did you know? Every believer has the authority. You have the legal right to bind and to lose. Father, I will not permit viruses to come to my house. I will not allow it. I will not permit. And you start praying. God, I will not allow for the enemy to attack my finances. I bind the devil. Forbid the devil. Can I hear an amen, people? So I tell you testimonies after testimony. Over 15 hurricanes have come upon Miami. And some people said, oh, by chance, they were, came, they were coming directly to Miami. And suddenly, they shift. And the people from the weather center, they said, we don't understand. It was going for Miami. But it did a shh. Because there's a praying church. There is a church that know how to stand in righteousness. There is a church how to know how to bind and to lose. I today I release authority. God is giving you new authority to bind and to lose, to take new territory. You need a new authority. There are demons that have come upon this earth, and now is the time for you to say, I bind the Satan. I bind fear. Those that are fighting with fear against the, the pandemic because they say, Don't go to church. And you say, God, I as a righteous man, as a righteous woman, and I bind the fear of fear that has attacked in my mind. I bind the fear of fear, of doubt, unbelief, depression, dissolution, disappointment. In the name of Jesus, my God, I bind every demonic spirit in my house. I bind the spirit of witchcraft they're doing against me in the church. I bind every demonic spirit in this place. In the name of Jesus, come out. I forbid you to touch those bodies. I forbid every demonic power to touch your body. I I wish the church can rise up with that boldness. I'm going to teach you how to blind. I'm going to teach you how to stand. 
for your family, for God, for your purpose. The enemy wants to take you out of your purpose. But you say, devil, you're not going to take me down. I forbid you. I bind you. Come out of my body. Come out of the church. Oh, Jesus. Oh, I can tell you, testimonies after testimony. We are living in the days of the extreme. And in those days, if you don't know who you are in the spirit, if you don't know your authority in God, you will be under the mercy of darkness. But if you know who you are, you say, I'm a righteous man. I'm not perfect. I am not perfect. Verse 17 of the book of, of James 5:17. This is what the Bible says. For well, somebody said, Yeah, but I missed it yesterday. But I got mad yesterday. But I, I lie yesterday. Go to the blood. And Elijah was a man with nature like ours, with the same physical, mental, and spiritual limitations and shortcomings. In other words, Elijah was not perfect. He was limited. We are as men. I am limited. I am ignorant as men, as natural men. I am limited. I am ignorant. I am powerless. I don't know anything. But the Bible says Elijah was like that too. And he prayed intensely. That, that's, that's the key. So many of you quit when you don't, didn't see the miracle and you said oh my god oh my god I don't know what happened no he said intensively for it not to rain and did not rain the earth for three years and a half and six and a half and then what this is what he said in other words he prayed and rain came what does that mean he was a righteous man he was a righteous man. He was not perfect. He was limited. But he has, his prayer life was powerful. You are, look at me. You are powerful as you're prayerful. You are as prayerful as you're powerful. I know I carry power because I stay hours and hours and hours in the presence of God, praising God, worshiping God, talking to God. And I know I, I am a carrier of the presence and the power. Wherever I go, I know the power that behind me because I'm a man of prayer. I, I can be limited, but I pray. I can be ignorant, but I pray. I can be powerless, but I pray. And when I pray, that God said, I give you the kiss of the kingdom. Whatever you find, I, you outpine. Whatever you lose, I will lose. I lose businesses. I, I lose businesses upon you. I lose healing in your body. Somebody needs to shout. I am finishing. This is powerful, ma. This is powerful, ma. That my Jamaican sons and daughters say, hey, mom. I, I got the power to bind and to lose. I'm a righteous man. Touch your neighbor, tell him. I am armed and dangerous. I am armed and dangerous. I got the word. I got the prayer. I got the blood. Rise up, church in America. Rise up and pray. We're going to change 
story. We're going to change history. We're going to change the outcome. We're going to change the outcome of the election. If we stand, we're going to do effective prayer, binding and loosing. Touch your neighbor, tell her, yeah, I'm on. Touch your neighbor, tell him, yeah, I'm on, I'm dangerous. Wow. This is so powerful. Matthew 11, 11 and 12. I, I, I'm not going to go to the next point. I need to do good tonight. I barely said unto you among the... Born between a woman among women, rising a greater than John the Baptist. Verse 12. And then he said, I'm finishing. And from the days of John the Baptist, the baptizer, until now, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, suffered violence. And the, the passive, the sleepy one, Sleepy Joe. I mean, the sleepy one. Take it by horse. Who? Who? I want you to give me a demonstration of violent violence in prayer. Not physically, in prayer. Change your face. The lion of Judah is roaring through you. I didn't hear. I want to hear the man. Where are the priests of this house? You're going to go out saying, the devil tried to destroy my business. The devil came to attack my business. Right now, I take authority. The authority, you need to take it. God is not going to give it to you. You take it. So that's I take authority. I take authority. Said the violence. Take it by force. The violence taken by force. I sound the alarm. Jesus is coming back. Things are getting tougher and tougher on the earth. But God is raising up an army of prayer warriors that will stand as a righteous people. They will subdue. They will subjugate. They will bind and loose. I know I got zero time. This is so powerful, my friend. From the day John the Baptist till now, the kingdom of God suffered violence. Business people, I'm going to give you a key here. Why is so hard? Why the devil fights finances so much? You know why? Because it's the last stronghold of Satan. If he has the money, he can do many things. So that's the reason you, there's a violence in the spirit for your business. <laughs> no, you didn't sound so well. Okay. This is what the Aramaic translation says. From the day that John the baptizer until now, the kingdom of God suffered violence. And those in the power, in power, take it by force. It take control, meaning as a, as a righteous person, believer, 
you are empowered in the kingdom of God. Who is empowered now? President Trump. So who's empowered in the church? Who's empowered in the kingdom? See, see, you, you didn't get it. I've been preaching for the last 50 minutes and my tongue is coming out. And you said, who is in power in the kingdom of God? Say, me. Whatever you permit, will be permitted. Whatever you lose, will be loose. Whatever you bind, will be bind. I've, 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 been, I've been walking and driving through those palm readers. And I say, God, I will not permit those, the, the witchcraft here. And I curse it in Jesus' name. See, many of you don't see yourself like that until you see as a righteous person, you know your prayer will have power. So those in power, take it by force. Say, take it by force. Take it by force. I'm sorry. I'm finished. I'm not going to go to the next one. Be alert. Jesus said, Luke chapter 21, verse 36, and I finish with this. Jesus, this is what Jesus said. He said, I want you to be alert. Watch ye therefore. Read with me. And pray always. Watch means to be alert. Watch means to be awakened. Watch means to be prepared. Watch means, and then he said, and pray. You only pray what you watch. In other words, if you don't watch, you don't have nothing to pray. Because in watching is what God shows you what is coming. If the enemy wants to attack you, as you watch, God shows you and then you pray. Can I hear an amen, people? So watching is to be alert. Nothing will take you by surprise. And what do you mean? What does it mean to be the opposite of watching and praying? To be alert. You know what it is? To be sleeping. Sleeping, careless, insensitive. So he said, if you don't watch and pray, there's three, two reasons why he, said, he tells you to be alert in prayer. One, he said, because that they may be accounted worthy to escape all, all these things. What does that mean? What is coming upon the earth, you won't be able to escape unless you be watching and praying. These are the time to increase your prayer life. You don't know when you get up and leave your home if you're going to live tomorrow. But if you're watching, the Lord will show you the plans of the enemy. For you to destroy it ahead of time. I can give you testimonies after testimonies. How God has shown me plans that are coming. And the Lord said you need to destroy it. You need, I see it and then I start praying. Because watch and pray means you cannot be praying without watching. Being alert. Being prepared. And can I say something to you? The church of Jesus Christ. Is not prepared for the things that are coming upon the earth. You know how? 50% of the church people will not come back to the house of God because of the pandemic. 
meaning they were not ready. They afraid. Two, he said, for these things to come. And then he said, shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Meaning, the second coming of Jesus, if you watch and pray, the second reason is for you to see the rapture, the second coming of Jesus. Meaning, if you're not watching, if you're not ready, it will come like a thief on the night. When the thief know, one of my pastors used to be a drug dealer. What a type of... <laughs> and he said to me one time, he said, the Lord delivered me one time. And I said, tell me how. He said, I was always watching through the window. And I have a lot of drugs. And he said, he had a lot of drugs in, in that house. And then he said, I got the custom to watch through the windows. And then he said, suddenly one day I watched and I saw the window and I saw a lot of police officers outside taking pictures of the house. There was a lot of drugs inside. And then he said, he told the man with him in the house, I am leaving. He said, you're crazy. We got the drugs here. And then he said, he took off and left. The next day, police came, overrided, it, took it. The other person took the other person and took the drug. But the Lord saved him because he was watching. Yeah. And somebody said, but yeah, he was not Christian. Of course not. But in, what I'm saying is the principle of watching. The devil knows when he can come to your life when you're sleeping. He knows when you're not praying. As a matter of fact, when you're not praying, you feel so fleshy. That you don't care too much about the things of God. You watch a lot of fake news. And you are in fear because you're watching fake news. There's a better news from heaven. Can I hear an amen? Hey! So I'm finishing with this. This is so powerful. Watch and pray. Be alert. I am mobilizing the church in America to go back and be alert. God, how many of you are willing and commit and willing to commit to pray more and to stand and to pray and to seek and to pray for this nation? I'm going to ask you to stand. And we're going to bind and we're going to lose. We're going to pray and we're going to... Those that are watching in America, 8,000 connections already. A lot of people are watching. They love prayer. I want you to lift your hands before the Lord. Those that are watching. There's two things the Lord said to me. The Lord said to me, son, I want you to activate the mantle of prayer on my people. Number two, ask the people for a commitment to pray for one hour every day. If you pray more than one hour, awesome. But at least one hour every day. And number three, I will release the people and mobilize to pray. How do you do it in the church? We are here open in the morning. We are here open. We got prayer through the nets and the phone. We are 24 hours of prayer. So you don't have no excuse not to commit to prayer. So I want you to lift your hands before the Lord. 
Say with me out loud, those that are watching by the internet, say with me, Father God. I want you to shout it. Say, Father God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. This is the way you're going to do it in your home when you pray. Say, Father, today I come before you. I recognize as a natural man, I am powerless, limited, ignorant, but I understand through the blood. I become powerful. I become limitless. I ask you today to forgive any sin in my life. Say it louder and louder. Say, Father, I ask you to cleanse me and wash me of any sin in my life. Cleanse me with your blood. Cleanse my heart of any transgression, iniquity in my heart. I receive your forgiveness. Cleanse me. Wash away my sin like if I have never sinned. I receive your forgiveness. And now, Lord, I am standing as a righteous believer. Now, Lord, my prayers have power. My prayers are effective. I will shift atmospheres. I will shape history because my prayers have power. Father, I thank you. I receive now a mantle of prayer. Say it louder. A mantle of prayer. I will be watching. Say it louder. I'll be watching and praying. I'll be alert. I'll be prepared. I'll be ready for the battle. Say, I am alert. Say it louder. I am alert. I am a high alert. I am ready to bind and to loose. To forbid, to declare legal and illegal right now. Lift your hand and say, right now. I receive the authority as a believer to pray, to bind and to loose. Say, Father, say, Father, in the name of Jesus, right now, right now, I take authority. Do this. I take authority. Do this. I take authority. The authority you need to take it. Say, I take authority. Come on, those that are watching my internet. Say, I take authority. I take authority. Whatever I bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Say, right now. Say, right now. In the name of Jesus. The keys, the, the keys of the kingdom are activated, are activated. right now, right now. In, Jesus name. in Jesus' name. I am in the government of God, I am in the of God. 
I am the legal entity of God. I am a believer. I am a righteous believer. Right now, I pray in Jesus' name. Father, I release the mantle of prayer. So when I release the mantle of prayer, I want you to stir up your spirit. Your spirit cannot be sitting down. Maybe your body are, is, but your spirit must be stir up. When I'm saying stir up, it's like not. Come on, come on, lift your hand. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. Every eye closed. Every, you need to get in the spirit. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray today for our nation, the United States of America. But before that happens, say with me, Father. Father. Say it louder. Father, Father. I, commit to pray. I commit to pray one hour a day. I want you to say it louder. I want the devil to hear it. I commit to pray one hour a day. Say it. Louder. Louder. I commit louder. I those that pray one hour say I commit two hours. I commit three hours. I commit four hours. Come on. One, two, three. Say. I commit to pray one hour a day. Now say, I am available. Anytime. Anywhere. Use me. Father, lift your hands, everybody. And I want you to start stirring up your spirit. One, two, three, go. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for those that are watching and those that are here. And I release the mantle of prayer. I release the mantle of prayer. Don't look at me, people. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. Look, pray, 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 pray. Obey what I'm telling you. Because in your obedience is what the power comes. One, two, Father, I release the mantle of prayer. One, two, three. Now. 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 Oh, so forever. He sustained the note. Father, I release the mantle of prayer. Those that never pray one hour, that never pray two hours. Right now, I release the mantle that is upon me as a priest, as an apostle and priest. I release the mantle of prayer. One, two, three. Now. Now. There you go. There you go. Something is happening in your spirit. Something is happening. Pray. The mental of prayer, not worship prayer. Prayer, You have to go into another level of prayer. You can stay talking the same tongue. Don't look at me. Pray, pray, pray. Lift your voice, lift your hands. Let's pray for America. Let's pray for the outcome of this election. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we put aside the political parties. Father, we come to you not as a Democrat. We come to you not as Republicans. We come to you as a citizen of the kingdom of God. And right now we pray, Father, for your will to be done. 
I can't hear you. I need help. I need help. I need help. I need help through our city. Father, let the kingdom of God come upon this election. Let the will of God be done in this election. You put in power who chose who you chose from the foundation of the world. Right now, I activate the church of Jesus Christ. I activate the church of Saint the Note. I activate the church of Jesus Christ right now in the name of Jesus. Come on, pray, pray, pray. Father, I activate every believer in America to pray, to pray, to pray. Rise up, remnant. Rise up, church. Rise up in prayer. Father, we bind every demonic power. Come on, I want you to start binding. Every demonic power over the nation. We bind the strong men over the nation. We prohibit, we forbid your operation in this country. And right now, let the kingdom of God come. Let the will of God be done on earth as it is in heaven. Come on, come on, come on. Those that are watching at home, I want you to pray. I want you to pray, I want you to pray. I want you to pray in your home. If you never spoke in tongues, now you start talking in tongues. Father, we come as a legal entity of God. We come, we got the power. We got the authority. We are empowered in the kingdom of God. Right now, Father, we subdue kingdom. We subdue territory. We subjugate. Right now, Father, we declare Jesus is Lord over America. Jesus is Lord over America. I declare, Father, Jesus, I enforce the victory of Jesus Christ. Come on, I don't see your hands moving. Father, in the name of Jesus, take authority. Take authority. Father, in the name of Jesus, I enforce the victory of Jesus Christ over America. I enforce the victory of the cross over America, over America. And I decree the devil is defeated, is dethroned, is destroyed, is de disarmed. Right now, I declare the victory of Satan, the, 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 the throne of Satan, the defeat of Satan. And I declare the victory of Jesus Christ right now. One, two, three, now, 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 we bind, we bind, we forbid, we declare illegal any operation of violence in America. Come on, come on, pray, pray, pray. Father, we declare your will. Don't look at me, don't look at me. Your hands need to be moving. You need to be in attitude of binding and loosing. Lift your hands, come on. You are war church. Now I'm gonna ask you, I'm gonna ask you, I want you to start taking authority over every attack of the enemy in your life, your family, your business. Go, one, two, three, go. Open your mouth. Go, come on, go, do it, do it, do it. Bind, bind every fear. Bind every sickness. 
Find every disease. Find, find, find. Come on, come on, find. Prohibit, forbid sickness to operate in your body. Come on, come on, come on. I can't hear you. Say, I've been struggling. I've been struggling with fear. I've been struggling. Come on, bind. Those that are watching at home. Bind, 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 bind now. Bind now. Come on, bind. Meaning you forbid. You declare illegal. Say, devil, you are. Your work is illegal in my finances. Come on. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on, come on. Something is happening. Those that are watching at home, don't disconnect. Keep connected, keep connected, keep connected. There's anything in your life. Now take authority. Don't wait for me to pray for you. Take authority now. Take authority. If any person is not saved in your home, I want you to tell that the devil, lose my family. Lose my family. Come on, I can't hear you. Come on, lose my family. Lose my business. Pray in tongues in an English. Tongues in English. Tongues in English. So yerebaha. Come on, lift your hands, lift your hands. Pray, pray, pray. Pray, 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 pray. Pray, pray, pray. Oh, People with attitude, with attitude, with attitude, with attitude. You're in war. You just don't just pray, pray with attitude. You just stand with attitude. As a righteous man, as a righteous woman, and say, Father, I bind every spirit of doubt in my mind. I bind every spirit of, of, of death in my body. I bind and I cast them out. Cast them out. Cast them out. Cast them out. Pray in tongues in English. Tongues in English. Yeah, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come on, lift your hands. Lift both hands. Say, Father, you need to shout it. Say, Father, right now, I bind any demonic force Attacking my mind, my spirit, and my body. Right now. Go. Come out. Come out. Come out. Say, I bind every spirit that is attacking my family, my finances, my business. Right now. I bind you. I forbid your operation. Say, I forbid your operation. And I declare that it's legal for me to be healed, for me to be prospered. I declare that it's legal for me to be the soldier of God. And I'm standing on the truth. I declare the victory is mine. The victory is mine. Come on, shout. Come on, shout. Shout, shout. Shout, shout, shout. Shout, shout. Those that are watching by the internet, shout in your home. Shout in your home. Shout in your home. 
pray. Take the mantle of prayer. Take the mantle of prayer. Take the mantle of prayer. Come on. Take the mantle of prayer. Take the mantle of prayer. Come on, pray in the Holy Spirit. Father, I release over my people the mantle of prayer. Take it now. Take it. Take it. Take it. Take it. Take it. Come on, give him a big shout. Isaiah 54. Come on, come on, come on. Give Jesus a big shout. Church, what an incredible message. And I want to speak to every family that's here this morning. I want to speak to marriages. I want to speak to young people, adults, elderly. There is an invitation. And that invitation is, into, is for prayer. You know, what prayer means is relationship with God. And God is calling you into relationship with him. You see, Peter and the disciples had Jesus in person. But you and I, we get to have Jesus in prayer. And when you're in prayer, it's like having Jesus in person all over again. And when that happens, you live a life full of miracles. You live heaven on earth, not hell on earth. And can I tell you this morning, you weren't meant and you weren't designed to live hell on earth nor end up in hell. Did you know that there's two places where a man, a woman, a young person goes when he or she dies? You either go to this amazing place called heaven that God is still preparing for you and me, or you go to this awful place called hell, full of torment. You see, God is waiting for you in heaven, but there's a decision that you need to make, and the decision is here and now. It's today and not tomorrow. The Bible says that salvation in heaven is now. It's not for tomorrow. You don't want to end up in a place for an eternity with your worst enemy. You see, the only one that's waiting for you in hell is the devil. And the devil's the one that has been trying to destroy your life. He's been trying to destroy your health, your marriage, your family. He's the one trying to destroy your family, your finances, your business. Why would you want to spend an eternity with your worst enemy? God is waiting for you in heaven. The only thing that takes good people to hell is what we call sin. Sin, if, it, if you do not repent, it will drag you into hell. Sin is the only thing, my friend, that can lead you in an eternity away from a loving God. Today is your opportunity to leave sin behind. My friend, if you're looking for a new normal, if you're looking for certainty in the times that we're living in, there's no greater certainty then Jesus, if you're looking for an answer, if you're looking for a solution, if you're looking for change, personal change, change in your family, change in your business, if you're looking for transformation, his name is Jesus, you, know, you, need, you don't need to look any further. My friend, I got one question to ask you. If you want change, if you want heaven, if you want forgiveness of your sins, as Apostle was teaching this morning, if you want remission, if you want to live a life 
as if you never sinned. At the count of three, quickly all across this building, young people, elderly, adults, lift up your hands at the count of three. One, two, three. Quickly lift up your hands. Quickly. God bless you. I see the hand. Anybody else? God bless you in the back. Anyone else? God bless you in the back. Anyone else? Anyone else says, Pastor, please pray for me. I need change. I need a new normal. If you don't have the assurance that without the without a doubt in the back of your head that God forbid you die tonight where would you go if you want to go to heaven my friend quickly at the count of three lift up your hands if you're tired of touting if you're tired of not knowing where would you really go if you died today quickly at the count of three I want you to lift up your hands I want to pray for you one two three quickly just lift up your hands lift up your hands lift up your hands if you want to go to heaven if you want forgiveness of your sins if you want a new life a new normal if you're looking for change for a solution if you're looking for a way out or a way in quickly his name is Jesus if you're also in the building this morning and maybe you believe in Jesus heck maybe you even grew up in the church maybe you made this decision before but your relationship with Jesus is not where it ought to be. Maybe you came here this morning to church, but you still feel like your relationship with Jesus is not well. It's not doing right, and you wanna and you wanna make some changes. You wanna reconcile with Jesus. If that is you today, my friend, this morning, this moment, right now, it's an answered prayer. There's a family member that has been praying for you. There's a parent. There's a sibling there's a grandmother that has been praying for you and today you are their answer prayer today getting right with Jesus or believing in Jesus for the first time quickly at the count of three if you need to get right with Jesus lift up your hands one two three quickly 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 God bless you sir God bless you God bless you God bless you anyone else says I'm a believer pastor but my relationship with God is not worth not to be if you want to get things right quickly lift up your hands or if Jesus was to come right now would you go with him maybe you don't know if he was to come would you be left behind or would you go in the rapture if you want to know if you want certainty quickly just lift up your hands one two Free the whole church. Close your eyes quickly. Just lift up your hands if that's you. If you lifted up your hands, can you do me one favor? Can you stand to your feet at the count of three? One, two, three. Quickly stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Look at all these bold young people, bold families, bold couples. Quickly, quickly, quickly. I saw some hands in the back. Quickly, ushers, if you can help me if someone saw someone with their hand lifted. And can you do me one more favor? I'm going to ask you what they asked me the morning that I lifted up my hands. Can you come to the altar? This is the place where God is going to meet you this is the place where you decide whether you want to go to heaven or you want to go to hell this is the day of salvation this is the morning where you get to choose heaven choose heaven choose life come on young people if you still there in your seats i want to speak to marriages families if you're still there in your seat today is the salvation for you and for your household for your marriage for your children my god come on church keep it's not over. Come on. If you're still in your chair and you want forgiveness of your sin, if you want to live a life as if you
to come out there's still a chance there's still an opportunity for you to come those of you who are here this morning I want to can, can we just give them a round of applause once again this is the best decision you've ever made many of us we made it years months days ago and we're not the same people just close your eyes right there where you're at Come on, there's more people. If you're still there in your chair, if you're watching this online, make this prayer with us. Just close your eyes, open your heart, and just say with me. Say, Jesus, I believe you're the Son of God. I believe you died for every single sin in my life. I receive forgiveness. For each of them. For each of them. Jesus, Jesus, come into my heart. Come into my, heart. Come into my life. Come into my life. I, confess you I confess you as my only Lord, as my only Lord. and my only, Savior. my only Savior. Give me your grace, me your grace. and help me, and help me. To, know you to know you and serve you, and serve you. all the days of my life. All the days of my life. I, break I break any pact. I've ever made with this world, with my past, with the devil, with sin. I break all legalities and all ties. And I tie myself to you, Jesus. If I were to die, when I open my eyes, I'll be in your arms. I'll be in heaven. In Jesus' name. Amen. amen and amen. Thank you for tuning in. If you were blessed by this podcast, don't forget to subscribe and share it with a friend. If you need prayer, we have a team ready to pray for you. Just call the number 305-382-3171. 305-382-3171. If you would like more content that empowers your faith, visit King Jesus TV. Again, King Jesus TV. I love you. God bless you. Thank you.